Okie dokie. If you're still with me, we're on to uh, segment number two for season four, episode 22, last season of the, um, I mean, last episode of the season. This one is, the theme for this episode is uh, motivation. So let's go ahead and talk about Navajo Veterans Nonprofit. And um, what this is, is the idea of changing Clagato Veterans Nonprofit. Uh, into Navajo veterans nonprofits. So that way there's a wider appeal. It's more reservation wide to help out other veterans, uh, Navajo veterans, but in doing so, it's going to be a lot more tasking. So I need a whole new, you know, board membership. Our current commander, he's more about feeding people. And, you know, I've been, I've been talking about this for so long that, you know, I just sound like a broken record, um, to other people that um, I'm not here to, I'm not using this nonprofit to feed people. If that's all I wanted to do, then, you know, I wouldn't have put much of an effort into making other things happen, other programs or anything. But the thing with the way our commander is just kind of, you know, just uh, like volunteering us without telling us is because I'm busy doing like other things. Like I was doing the, um, the, the, the veteran song and dance and getting things ready for that. There's, um, there was a cemetery cleanup before then there was like another event that I was a part of. I, shit, I just can't remember, man. But since episode 21, um, I just been, I just been busy, man. I just been on the road, on the go, on calls, um, trying to fix, organize, situate paperwork. And this past Sunday, there was the, um, um, what, what do you call that? Uh, Clagato, uh, chapter planning meeting. That's when I brought up this resolution for, uh, land withdrawal. So we could use our nonprofit to start working to do a land withdrawal on my mother's turf. And, um, that way we can, um, start putting up that building and stuff like that. Even if it's just a generic, small, little portable building or whatever it is, as long as it's something, you know? And uh, as long as we got the paperwork for it, that's all that really matters. We'll, you know, develop a concept for a better building later on. But anyways, so that's where I've been, um, you know, really looking at the way I'm going to be approaching this next year. And like I said, our current uh, CEO isn't really helping. He's kind of making matters worse because now I'm jumping, you know, back and forth and, um, you know, like I'm trying to get things organized for the nonprofit and just kind of staying within the realms of the Clagato chapter. But he's kind of like having us jump out further. And we had this, uh, agency veterans, uh, veterans day dinner that we involuntarily, you know, catered for. So we paid for the catering and he ordered like all this steak. And I told him, I said, man, don't make no more than like a hundred or 150. Cause originally he wanted to go 200 to 250, possibly even 300, but that's like thousands of dollars that we're just feeding people for what, you know? And that's why I was, you know, I was, uh, objecting to that. And I told him, I said, um, a lot of these people don't help us until they show they can help us. Then yeah, I'll be more than happy to, um, cater an event with, you know, steak and lobster, man. But in the meantime, you know, take it easy, you know, don't really be going out there and telling everybody, oh, Clagato Veterans Nonprofit is uh, catering this event, you know, well, 
technically we're not catering where we paid for catering. The catering uh, credit goes to Burger Barn Sales and uh, Sales and Service. There's a free plug right there for you. Um, but anyways, so I'll, I'll get back to them again later, probably uh, next uh, season. But um, I got to get permission from the dude first and let him. So he'll, you know, so if he says it's okay, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it. But anyways, um, that's where uh, that was kind of like, um, to me, it was kind of um, crushed together and it wasn't really well planned. Then the CEO, he's like, oh, well, nobody's helping me. I'm like, well, welcome to my world, buddy. Nobody's helping me. But, you know, I told him too, I said, if you're going to do something like this, you really got to do a lot of planning, man. And just kind of picking it up at last minute and throwing at me saying, oh yeah, we're going to cater this. It doesn't really, it doesn't really give enough time to do anything. But if he was so confident, I just thought, oh, well, you know, let him do it then. And here, a lot of people didn't want to help him. So it's like, well, that's why I'm saying don't jump to conclusions like this. But he did again anyways. He goes, oh yeah, we're going to uh, cater for this uh, upcoming powwow and gourd dance in December from one of the former, um, well, I guess he is the agency commander now. And I was like, dude, stop doing that, man. You know, we got a lot of things, other things we need to look out for. And, you know, I'm also trying to do, trying to show the donors that gave us this money that we are using it the right way. We are doing our um, due diligence, you know. And one of the things is uh, diabetes prevention and awareness. So this coming November 22nd on a Tuesday, we're having a Elderfest Day, which is basically just to have uh, the diabetes program of the Navajo Nation come on over and talk about diabetes. And I'm pretty sure these guys are tired of it, but we're going to be serving uh, enchiladas and also Mexican rice and beans with tortillas and diet sodas. You know, it's just a kind of, it's just kind of like a different approach to always having turkey and ham, which, you know, people get burnt out on. So I was like, you know, let's do a little uh, Mexican flavor here. And um, as much as I wanted to use some chili, I was like, ah, just, just kind of keep the chili mild or not at all, you know. And that's where I want to bring out a pinata and have the elderly kind of bash it around so they can, so they can have some, uh, you know, candy for themselves and they can enjoy it. And then also in December, we're having a, a like an awards ceremony for the people that have helped us out. And, um, a lot of them happened during the 2022, I mean the 2020, uh, so-called pandemic times and also in 2021. So those people, I kind of collected, got them collected and, um, putting them together and we're going to do an awards, uh, show. Ah, I keep saying show award ceremony. And I'm thinking at the Clagato chapter, but then also our secretary says, maybe do it in Gallup that way in case it snows, the, uh, the people that want to get their rewards, they can at least get a room over there and they don't have to travel in the snowstorm. I was like, all right, well, we'll see as the time gets closer. So there will be, I don't think I'll have time to do a turkey shoot this year. It's just, you know, like I said, too much going on plus lack of participation and Thanksgiving's already next year, next year, next week anyways. So, um, just have to cut that out and just kind of you know, same with the trunk or treat, you know, I just had to cut it out and just kind of had to let it go. But, um, all that right there is the reasons why 
with this Navajo Veterans Nonprofit um, group that I'll be doing, or the upgrade I'll be doing with the name change, and you know different board members now. Uh, I think that'll be a lot better because it'll you know definitely give me the confidence to go out a little further, take more more risks. But also, you know, I got, you know, more than just one person, you know, supporting me. And that way, you know, I can go out or those guys could probably go out and get more resources with connections they have. And then when that happens, you know, these veterans are going to start to say, well, you know, the Navajo veteran nonprofit, which used to be Clagato veterans nonprofit, you know, oh, it's got the native ravager in there. Let's go over there and see what he can do for us. And I'll be like, I can help you, but you got to help yourself and stop you know, jerking my time around because I've already had three examples of uh, three veterans that just jerk my time around, you know, and I am legitimately all for helping them. But if they're just going to get drunk and take off or make up their own rules, then I don't have time for that. You know, it, some of these rules are set up just so they can understand that they can't do whatever they want. But when they try to defy those rules and try to make it up as they go along, they're not going to get anywhere. So that's why I'm like, um, with, uh, all this going down, you know, I'm just like, Hey man, you know, that's fine. You guys want to do that, but it's not something I'm going to be hanging on to. Uh, I got other projects I want to get to. And with that, you know, um, I was telling my mother about this and she kind of sees it as more of a motivational thing where, other people are becoming inspired. But what the problem with that is the more I accomplish, the more I intimidate. And I'm not here to try to intimidate anyone. You know, for me, my life still sucks, you know, but to them, I don't know how they view me. Maybe they're like, Oh, look, there goes a native ravager. He can do anything. And it's like, well, technically, yeah, but, um, you know, it doesn't change the fact that I'm still struggling financially in my own life. And people might say, oh, well, you got your nonprofit money. Why don't you use that? And I'll say, because I don't want to be dealing with the IRS when it comes to time to do an audit. You know, if I'm off two or three dollars, fine, I'll hurry up and put it back in there. But if it's like if I'm missing more like five to ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars and I got nothing, I got no explanation for it. You know, then that is where, you know, yeah, it's just going to be really all for nothing, you know, but um like I said, you know, I'd rather struggle my own way with my own money, you know, working for my mother as a care provider rather than always running to the uh, nonprofit to dip in there and say, oh, well, I got money right here, you know, and, th you know, that's not what it's for. It's, it's not so much for me, but it's for, you know, pushing the narrative forward for the next programs. And that comes to mind of the, um, the, the, unbiasedness, you know, that we, that we got to go through. Uh, and what I mean by that is we can't be pol picking political sides. And this recent election, this midterm, oh man, it was such a big old pain in the ass because there was a lot of, uh, you know, mudslinging going around and a lot of the, the democratic way of life, you know, I was really opposed to, cause it's like, man, what the hell are you guys doing, man? You know, it's like, but at the same time, I can't be too, you know, Republican because they also have their faults too. So nobody's perfect in these political things. But um, uh, all I was trying to do was just trying to make sure that if I'm going to vote, I'm going to make the best decision possible, which 
I just ended up uh, voting for all Republicans. I said, fuck it. Why not? You know, let's go do it. You know, uh, I don't like the way these Democrats are handling themselves. And then with, um, <laughs> with the tribe, I voted for um, Boone Igren. And I was like, you know, Jonathan Nez, he had his chance. He had his time. But let's see what Boone Igren can do. And the thing about Boone Igren is that he was vice president to Joe Shirley Jr. years ago. And Joe Shirley Jr. was like the most corrupt son of a bitch ever, man. Just all this money was going missing and things weren't getting done. So I do have my suspicions about Boo Nigren, but like that South Park episode goes, you know, you're always going to choose between a douche and a turd. So uh, as far as Jonathan Nez goes, you know, he had his chance and um, I just didn't like the way he performed his administration and his duties during the coronavirus and there's others who really, you know, they supported him. They're like, oh, he was the best president ever. It's like, hey, man, it's a matter of, matter of personal opinion. So I just said, oh, well, you know, let's 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 give Boo Nigren a shot. Let's see what, what he can do. Now, do I regret my choice of voting for uh, Jonathan Nez? Hell yeah, I do. But at the time, he was going up against Joe Shirley Jr. again because Joe Sh Shirley Jr. is trying to do like a three-peat. You're trying to become – because there's nothing in the um, – Navajo bylaws or something like that about presidency that he couldn't run again for a third term. <clears throat> so that's why, you know, I just voted for uh, Jonathan Nez, you know, a year later, I was like, ah, this guy sucks, you know? So, but anyways, with that being said, um, I can't, like I said, be, I can't take sides um, as far as this nonprofit goes. And that's what I was told, you know, you're a nonprofit. You can't be endorsing anybody, and you, your your nonprofit is not politically based. It's more about, you know, helping the community. It's all about. I don't want to say philanthropy, but it's more about entrepreneurship. I guess I would, I would think. But um, and so that's why you know when we had our Veteran Day dinner, um, I didn't really think about it at the time, but our commander was up there. He was saying. In Navajo, he you know he was on the mega in the megaphone. He was on the on the uh, microphone, and he was talking to people that were walking by. Excuse me, because there was an, also another event up towards the main Window Rock a rock formation, and people were going over there listening. And he was saying, "Yeah, we got free food over here. Yeah, you veterans come over and eat. We paid for it. Yeah, we're Clagato Veterans Nonprofit, and we have a five hundred one c three and." Uh, we do this because the Arnatanis don't want to help us. You know, our leadership don't want to help us. And they, um, they, they're off in Window Rock, they're Window Rock, God damn it. They're off in Washington, DC and they're, they're spending time over there. And that's the, that's the executive director for the veterans and that's Jonathan Nez. And, uh, I don't like the way those two are and they don't help us and they're terrible. And I was, and I didn't think about it at the time, but if I was thinking, I would have told him, hey, hey, dude, man, shut up, man. Don't don't be saying shit like that, you know, in public, you know, using our nonprofit as a platform. You know, we can't be doing that because, you know, imagine if uh, that didn't happen. Imagine if those guys didn't go to Washington, but they happen to be there. And Jonathan Nez, here's our commander talking about, you know, Jonathan Nez in a negative way. And he's like, well, Clagato veteran nonprofit. Who, who the hell do these guys think they are that they can just come over here and start trashing me, you know? And he would definitely have a point because we haven't done as much as he has, you know, as much as I don't like Jonathan Nez, but, um, 
And as much as I think that he hasn't done much for the tribe, but we haven't, we just barely, we haven't even scratched the surface as far as what Glagato Veterans Nonprofit can do. So that's why I don't want to be, you know, that, I mean, that's why when I think about it now, it's like, damn, I did not even catch that, man. I wasn't even thinking about that. But now when I see the commander, I'm going to let him know, hey, dude, do not be saying anything like that. If we're sponsoring or hosting any event, and I don't care if we're even paying for catering, don't say anything stupid like that next time. And the executive director, like I said in the past, I have no problem with him. Dude's pretty cool. You know, he he works with me. I work with him, but I also give him his space because he's a pretty busy dude. And um, that's how that dynamic works out, you know, as far as um, what we're trying to do with this nonprofit. And then also within that election that happened uh, last week, I voted for Carrie Lake for governor. Now, the thing about Carrie Lake is she's a Republican and she was saying that their her Democratic um opponent um what was her name? Katie Hobbs was just, you know, just wrong for the role basically of governor. But uh, what ended up happening was the victory went to Katie Hobbs only because Katie Hobbs was in charge of her own um ballot counting, I guess. And then, you know, Katie, uh, Katie, <laughs> uh, what the hell's her name? Uh, that's my girlfriend right there. What's her name? Um, Carrie Lake. She was, you know, she, she was really, you know, dishing it out to the, the news media when they, when they were reporting on her and she would tell them, well, you guys ain't doing your job. So when I become governor, I'll teach you guys how to do your job, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, it's great that she stood up, but at the same time, it sucks because the, the powers that be worked against her and, you know, they made the ballot counting go by so slow that Katie Hobbs ended up winning anyway. So it's very, it's a very controversial win. And I don't believe Katie Hobbs won. I think Carrie Lake won, but because of how, you know, these people who ran the election, knew how to, you know, manipulate these things, you know, it, it, Katie, I mean, Carrie Lake wasn't really going to have a stand a chance against that. So what Carrie Lake has done is filed a lawsuit about that. So it's like saying, um, uh, well, Mateo native ravager here, he's, um, he's running for the CEO of the nonprofit only because he owns the nonprofit. You know, it's just kind of like a situation like that. So, but I do like Katie Hobbs though, man. I mean, I, I don't like her policies or anything. I just kind of look at her because I remember years ago when I was a teenager, I saw this porno where there was a lady who looked like Katie Hobbs, you know, she had glasses and that long, that, you know, shoulder length blonde hair. And the more she was getting pumped, the more her eyes look all cross-eyed and oh, it was pretty hot, man. So every time I look at Katie Hobbs and her cross-eyed, I'm like, oh shit, getting a little, you know, pitching a little teepee in my pants. And so anyways, um, but Carrie Lake is pretty hot too, man. That's a, that's a fine woman right there, man. So, um, anyways, uh, going back to what I was saying about, you know, being unbiased, that's where all that is, you know, uh, we gotta, I, I gotta teach that to the CEO. And if he still can't grasp, grasp, that concept, then I'm going to tell him, Hey, look, man, you need to step down because you're going to get us in trouble one of these days. If you keep taking sides like that politically. 
And um, anyways, so that's what I wanted to say about this Clagato Veterans Nonprofit next year going into Navajo Veterans Nonprofit. And so I'm going to start making this announcement next month in December on Facebook. And, you know, we'll go from there. And um, uh, eventually we got to wait till inauguration, till Boo Nigren gets in there and all these other people get set in place. Then we can start after that. We can start saying, okay, now that you're official in this position, you know, this is what we're doing. Is there a way you can help us out and all that good, groovy, cool stuff? So anyways, with that being said, let's go ahead and uh, jump on to segment number um, three for the night. This one will be the economic narrative. <laughs> <laughs> 